Hello guys, Jonah Mocker here today and on today's podcast I'll be talking on xenophobia attacks that is currently going on and what the Nigerian government can do about it. If you're new to this podcast, I want to say thank you for listening and just hang on there, we're about to get started. Yes, guys, I'm really, really, very delighted to have you on this podcast. I haven't recorded a podcast in some time now. A lot has been taking my time, and I just decided to record this one today. Put this out there, let you guys know what I think about the situation that's currently ravaging South Africa and, you know, other countries as well. Xenophobia attacks. Yes, it is been occurring for the past seven to ten years now and it's really really getting stronger by the day and people have been killed burnt houses properties worth millions of dollars and this is really annoying to see especially videos online and pictures really really annoying you see this horrendous act has been put on display and people are running for their lives I do not know certain what the reason is behind these attacks that has been going on in South Africa. I've been hearing comments from SA people trying to say that, uh, you know, people are being killed because of they are fraudsters and the people of South Africa decided to take it upon themselves, take laws into their hands to punish them. You know, by burning their properties and their houses and others. It seems that these people that have been burnt or their houses that have been burnt, they're sort of posing threats on the economy or to the people one way or the other that they are criminals and etc. So this is what has been going on for long now. And we've also been seeing represent attacks in countries of those people that were brutally affected by the xenophobia attacks and this is really hampering on on uh, unity amongst those countries you know it's totally uh, hampering the relationship between those countries so what is the way forward by the way how does xenophobia attacks usually start it starts out on social media for the past years you know, we've we've seen uh, social media posts before even anybody knowing about xenophobia attacks. You know, it starts out with people sharing videos about how people have been killed, people have been burnt down, houses and properties have been burnt down, cars and all that. So it starts out on social media. People are posting videos, and then those videos start trending and uh, the government could just come up and say no South Africa is home for everyone there's nothing like xenophobia attack and then we start seeing more convincing videos about the xenophobia attacks so this is how the trend has been going over the years and then we start seeing represent attacks on those other affected countries you know uh, South African businesses are burned down and hijacked you know in other countries as well 
So, this is how it's been going. What does this tell? How does this affect us? You know, what I've observed is that these attacks by South Africans to foreigners have not been uh, affecting countries like the United States. Talking about their citizens, they don't seem to attack the citizens, they don't seem to attack Russian citizens. <laughs> That's by the way though. But we should be one, you know, I don't know the reason behind the attacks, so I cannot say why, but personally I do feel that they should not in any way take it upon themselves to, you know, punish these guys by severely, brutally, you know, damaging their businesses or terminating their lives in the wickedest of all ways. But I feel this is the, the there is a solution to this. Simply uh, deport these guys, report them to certain authorities, and then deport them back to their countries. This is what I think. Uh, personally, they should have done. Uh, over the years, I've been seeing attacks on Nigerians, on Ghanaians, on Rwandans, I don't know if that's how they call them, uh, Kenyans as well, and some other African countries. Not just Nigerians, but this podcast today I'm focusing on Nigerians because it seems that they are greatly affected by this xenophobia attack that is going on. What should the Nigerian government do about xenophobia attacks? Well, that aside, the African Union should send a message. It seems that they're not interested. And somehow it seems that the whole world is not interested in the xenophobia attack on Nigerians and other African countries. I mean, I haven't seen a message from Trump on Twitter or via CNN about xenophobia attacks. I haven't seen any message from Russian president about these attacks. You know. It seems like the whole world is just living this outside, you know, the house. But uh, I just really want uh, them to get involved in this. This should not just be an African something, you know. Uh, if it were for an attack on Syria, United States could have probably been involved. I'm not saying this, is ha- this has to do with racism or something. Um, but we've seen attacks on Iraq, and then we'll see Nigerian president condemning the attack. We'll see Ghanaian president condemning the attack on Iraq, uh, Syrian attacks. African presidents do condemn the attacks on social media and other platforms. But this is an African problem, and no one seems to be interested in this problem. I don't know what to say about that. That's by the way. So what can Nigerians do? What can the government do? Okay, this is what I think. This is what personally I think that they can do. Okay? Nigerians should not... Should not... 
uh, take it upon themselves to, you know, have this revenge and destroy South African businesses that are in Nigeria. There are over 120 South African businesses in Nigeria. I think so. But we should not take it upon ourselves to destroy properties belonging to South Africans or uh, somehow tamper with them. It doesn't make sense. You know, two wrongs cannot make a right. That is what I think. And Nigerians should take it upon themselves to personally see that, um, you know, this incident can be stopped. You know, they're burning Nigerians over there. We should not burn South Africans over here. It doesn't make sense. You know, like someone said, an eye for an eye will make the world go blind. That is true. And I, I, I seem to think that we get into that blind stage where everyone's having an iPhone eye uh, syndrome or what do you call it. So we Nigerians should not touch businesses that are owned by South Africans. We should not try to destroy properties belonging to them as well. You know? Uh, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so, uh, I think the government of Nigeria should be more active than ever. It's quite not active at the moment, you know. I don't know what's happening, and they don't seem to be moving in any ways. You'd see that. Uh, they haven't sent any sanction, to my knowledge, to the South African government. Even if they have, it doesn't look to hold much water. <laughs> it seems to be light. They're, tr they're treating this thing lightly and it's really very not good for that reason, you know. We cannot have that to continue as a government. So we need the government to be more proactive, you know, send sanctions to South Africans, to governments of South Africa, and look for better ways. Personally, I feel that the president of Nigeria should even visit South Africa and have discussion with the president of South Africa and look for possible ways that this can be settled and not just sending delegates. So we'll know that this is a very serious matter. This is what I think. So, we have in episode attacks and destroying South African businesses that are in Nigeria would not solve any problems. As a matter of fact, we Nigerians are going to lose if we start destroying businesses. One of the largest uh, networks is MTN, and it's owned, owned by South Africans, right? If we shut down MTN, we are going to suffer. Nigeria, over the years, sadly, we've turned to uh, a consumer economy, you know.
So instead of producing, we're consuming. You know, we just love consuming and we don't like producing. This is the sad truth. You know? So, MTN, South African. Many businesses that are in Nigeria today, many products that have been consumed today are not made by Nigerians. You know? So this is totally a setback for Nigerians. Had it been that we are producing stuffs to consume, we would not be affected in any ways. You know, we'll not be thinking about burning down South African companies and all that. And same thing with South Africa as well. Uh, a bulk of the businesses in SA they are owned by foreigners, so they're feeling threatened by the presence of these foreigners and it seems as though uh, they're taking over South Africa and like probably in coming times they'll probably be in, in power and take over uh, South Africa and it's more like they're afraid of being ruled by foreigners so they're taking it upon themselves or the, themselves rather to uh, terminate this before it comes into fusion this is what I think it's going on right now so Nigerian government needs to be more proactive than before and see to the resolution of this you know uh, problem that is here so guys this is where I'll have to end the podcast uh, today. If you listened kindly to this podcast, I want to say thank you for your time. It's really not easy sitting down or doing whatever you're doing and listening for 11, 20 minutes. You know, it's really not easy. I want to thank you for your continued stay and do have a lovely time. Uh, wish you the best next podcast will be coming up very soon I just pray I'm not so busy doing one thing or the other but I'll try as much as possible to put this out uh, okay 